This is a HeadGum Podcast. Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Breaking Up Isn't Hard to Do. Come up, come up, down, do be do down, down. Breaking up is not, not to do. Don't take your love. All right, you get the gist. Uh, no, play more. Oh, the song's so good. <laughs> but he had the the lyrics wrong. Breaking up isn't hard to do. Or it doesn't have to be. It does not have least. to be. Exactly. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, why you should masturbate on your period, and how to know if your sex toys are too old, if it was not already obvious for We're getting to you. really funky on this episode. <laughs> then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. So what's going on? in your week i have a work crush oh i know you know i love having a work crush it makes going to work so much more fun it really does like i mean the only downside is like i actually have to care about what i look like every oh, day. i know i, I know. shouldn't say that like and so to be clear i'm in a very happy relationship it's not a threat to my relationship okay but still whatever does ian even listen to this podcast I don't know. He I, should. He I learned want so to much clarify about you. That like it doesn't. We've we've read news stories on this. That like having a crush outside of your relationship is totally normal. It's not threatening to your relationship. It's just a fun. I love having a little crush. thing. The butterflies are so fun. Although if Nick has a crush, I will kill a bitch. Oh yeah, I would snap Ian's neck. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, but we can do whatever we want because we're hypocrites. Exactly. So tell me about this crush. So he's holding my time. He's got like glasses and a dad bod and like a little <laughs> little beard and he's like techie and he like ma- he like comes in and like makes jokes and me and I make jokes back and does like, he know oh. you have a boyfriend so no and that's that's what brings me to my story that i'm going to tell you you should kind of not tell him otherwise he's gonna like back it up back off and then like and it won't be and it won't I'll be, be like, fun i have nothing to do at work now but work yeah um so uh today we like don't fl- I'm not going to say that we flirt. We don't flirt, but we like chat and it's nice. Um and I today I was like thinking like, "Oh, I feel kind of guilty like that I, that I I'm, I'm taking so much pleasure out of this." And like, what if he likes me and I'm what if I'm leading him on? Um and then I looked in the mirror and before I was having this thought, I had Did you have a booger? So, well, no, I had eaten a salad and then I had an airhead, which is like, you know, the blue candy. Was your mouth blue? So literally my tongue and teeth were blue and I had a piece of lettuce (laughs) in my teeth. I looked like I, I, I like looked like I gave like analingus to swamp thing. And here I am like sitting there like, oh my God, I'm like leading him on. I'm so hot. Like what is, what is going to break his heart when he finds out I'm like in a relationship and I have like. A blue grassy mouth. I'm an asshole. I suck. I suck. So you suck at flirting. You can't. You're not even an expert flirter. I mean, with your work crush. I don't know. Maybe he was into it because <laughs> I wish someone would tell- have told me. Why didn't he tell you? I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of on him too. So now I just feel horrible. I definitely feel pressure to like look like a normal human tomorrow <laughs> because I did not look like one today. Yeah, I do have to say having a work crush, it's so much fun. It makes going to work all the more better. But then it takes so much longer to get ready in the morning because you're it like, does. oh, motherfucker, I need to look good for my work crush. You need to at least put on the little eyeliner. Yeah. I It was hard to have work crushes because I, I'm trying to think like I – I mean, I worked at Entertainment Magazine, so like a lot of people were gay. And then the ones that weren't were like truly just my best buddies, you know? Right. I'm trying to, I mean, I had a work crush when I worked at ESPN for sure. Oh, I would imagine there's a lot, a lot of potential there. You would think, but there wasn't really. It was really just mm-hmm. like a couple. There was just like a couple. But, uh, but I never really worked in the office, so it wasn't the same. Uh, yeah, so whatever. And it, it didn't, it didn't, you know, it lasted for, for like a few years and then, and then, uh, 
then I, I didn't work there and I didn't have the work crush right. anymore. Yeah, there are flings that go on inside your own head. Yeah. So it's not a big thing, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. Just you need to have like a mirror at your desk, girlfriend. I'm going <laughs> to buy that for you. So. I know. Um, but anyway, whatever. I'll recover. How is your week? My week is good. So I went out for dinner with like a bunch of my old editors and we were really excited. The whole time at dinner, we kept talking about going to this dessert place after dinner, which is a place called Dough, just like D-O. And they serve cookie dough in a cone as if it's ice cream. I've heard of this place. I really want to go. You've probably seen it on Instagram, right? Yeah. There's like little viral videos that they their, their marketing team is putting together. I they're guess. killing it. They're killing it at the marketing. So we were like so excited to go to Dough. That's like all we talked about. We were chatting, chatting, chatting. And all of a sudden, we look at the clock. We're like, oh, fuck. I think they close in like five minutes. So then we're like running through Washington Square Park to get to Doe. We get there. We get there 10 minutes late after they close. And the like Nazi door guy was like so hardcore. and was like, they're closed. They're closed. We're like, what? And one of our friends who's an editor had like come from upstate. And there's all she talked about the whole time at dinner Aww. was going to Doe. So we're like, please, you have to let us in. Please, please. And I was like, I'll give you 20 bucks. I like tried to pay off a doorman, which I've never done in my life. Like even like, even like at, at the club. I've never done that at a club. Like I'm trying to do it to get cookie dough. Like, oh, it's so much more worth it to get cookie dough though. Yeah. So anyways, to make a long story short, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let us in. But there was this couple that was like eating inside of Doe. Like we could see them through the window, like a guy and a girl. And the guy still had like his full cup of cookie dough that he had barely touched. And we're like, oh my God, he's not even eating it. So my friend Eloise goes and like knocks on the window and like fans out all the money in her wallet. And she's British and like charming and like is like the most gorgeous person ever. Like, like Angelina Jolie style. Like she's just, she's like a beauty. And yeah. Uh, and, uh, and she's offering him money. So she's offering him money. She's like, you're not going to eat that. Are you going to eat that? Can I buy it from you? And he's on a date. So he thinks this is hilarious. And like, he's like kind of chatting back. He comes out of the restaurant and gives us his like uneaten huge thing of cookie dough for, for free. And he's like, I'm not taking your money. I'm not taking How your money. How much money was she offering him? I don't know. She'd found out all the money in her wallet. And so he's not, taking any of the money and gives us all of his cookie dough for free. And he's like, no, you guys have it. I want you to have a good night. So we, there's like a group of five of us. And like immediately when he goes back inside, we're like, oh, he did that to impress his date. He's going to get laid tonight. And I was like, that was a good, that was a good move to do on a date. Don't you think? You know what though? I feel like I would have been more excited if he would have taken the money as his date. What? I would have been like, now we can like go do something cool with like this weird money that you just got maybe that's just because you're like dating all these cheapos who maybe. like don't have money to like even take you to like an arcade or buy you a drink <laughs> maybe no she wasn't like no that would be like if he actually took the money like for his dough he would have been an asshole what kind of guys are you dating angela <laughs> maybe it just it doesn't say it says more about me than it does about the people i'm dating maybe that's true but i thought that was like a really good move because he looked like this like nice guy that like made a you know a group of like five people's night by giving them their cookie dough mm. don't you think so yeah. So then we're walking through Washington Square Park and like we run into them again. Like they had like exited dough and we were just like kind of strolling and we're like, hey. And he's like, hey, how was like the cookie dough? We're like, oh, it's good. So I'm being ballsy and like also knowing that I have a podcast. I'm like, so like I like kind of embarrass the couple. I'm like, so what date is this? <laughs> I'm like, is this like a first date? Is this a third date? And he's like, and they like look at each other all embarrassed and like she kind of gets red and she was kind of shy. And he's like, date number two. And I'm like, oh, oh date number two. That's like a crucial make or break date, don't oh you think? Oh, my God. And uh, what did he say? Don't you think it's a crucial? Oh, I, I, thought you, I thought you were asking him that. No, I'm asking you. Don't you think oh. it's a crucial make or break yeah. date? Yeah, well, three. Three is a little more crucial. But, but two means like you've are, you're saying that you like each other because right. like you passed date number one. You're like, oh, I am, I am interested in you as a human. Yes. Yes, you want date number two to go well because it's easier, I think, to have a f good first date than a good second date. Right? Because you like get past all the like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you already know where you're both from. Exactly. So you got to, yeah, go beyond small talk. So he told us that he had been waiting in line at Doe for 20 minutes and that she met him there. So that is how I found out that like the date number two was a dessert date. And I am all four dessert dates but as i was walking by a dessert place the other night with my friends i'm like oh hey if you're ever going on like a dessert date that's a great place for a dessert date i think dessert dates are really cute because it's not like you're going for drinks like drunken drink night and yeah, it's I love dessert cheaper dates. than dinner my friends were like oh if a guy took me on a dessert date like oh i wouldn't be into it and i 
don't you really? think, don't you think dessert dates are the best dates? I mean, desserts like my favorite meal. So yeah, especially if you take me to like a really good like kind of novelty dessert place like dough like maybe my friends just special they just thought it was like cheap and i was like what who cares why do you people don't need to spend a lot of money on you on on a date no i just want it to be delicious you want it to be good i'm like all for dessert dates so but then this guy was kind of like yeah wasn't it like nice of me i like i like uh i waited in line 20 minutes and you got it like for free and it was full i was like all right now you're (laughs) kind of killing your like altruistic behavior a little bit by like pointing out all that we already said thank you Right. It's it's like if somebody gives a charity and then they're like, oh, I'm a pretty good guy, huh? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So he lost a couple points when he started like explaining all the ways that he was nice. And we're like, we already know. We said thank you. But <laughs> being humble is an art. Yeah. But I, I did embarrass them because I was like, oh, you're definitely getting a third date by doing this. And then they both kind of laughed and got Aww. shy. I thought that was so cute. cute. I, I would love to know what happens to them. I know. I wish I had... Maybe I should have said, hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> Stay in touch. Stay in touch. All right. You ready to talk about what's in the news? Yeah. Angela, what have you been reading about? I've been reading why you should masturbate while you're on your period. This is important. This is, I was fascinated. So Women's Health Magazine, Laura Stampler, she wrote about a bunch of different reasons that, um, it's actually beneficial to masturbate while you're on your period. Do tell. So obviously, number one is fighting patriarchal stigmas. Um, she said that, uh, well, sexuality and relationship expert Logan Lekoff says a lot of people tend to think of menstruation as an other time when regular li- regular life gets put on hold. And it's really silly. It's steeped in a lot of misunderstanding and misogyny. Um, which is true, you know, like you should think of your, your menstruation time just like any other time in your life, I guess. Do you get like kind of, I hate the word horny. I'm on my period right now, by the way. Okay. So this is very intimate. All right. I, I hate the word horny. I don't know. I'm just not into that word. Yeah, I don't but like, like that word. do you get like turned on when you're on your period? I weirdly get the feelings. I do. Like, so the, <laughs> I get the feelings. <laughs> the last thing that I want to do is actually like, um, be with another person when I'm on my period. Even yeah. though some people are into that and do that, I just like it would be too messy and gross to me. But yes, I do. I get the feelings. <laughs> I feel feelings. I don't know why it happens. Like biologically, I don't understand why it's happening during the period because you're not you're not ovulating. You're not uh, like there's no reason why you should be getting the feelings biologically when you're on your period (laughs) we're calling them i feel like it's like the feelings in all caps (laughs) um so but wait this is cool number two was orgasms decrease your menstrual cramps all right that's a good reason yeah because when you orgasm your body releases dopamine and oxytocin i also remember reading a study like a long or like a movement whatever some article a long time ago about like why like women should try to like orgasm while they're giving birth something like that like all right well good luck with that i know i can't (laughs) picture how that would happen but you know it would i guess in the same way like decrease pain and put your focus somewhere else yeah if you can do it if you can achieve that i can't i there's no way i could i'm so mental when it comes to orgasm well yeah i I mean some people have a hard enough time like when they're alone in their bed yeah (laughs) perfectly comfortable without a baby's head popping out no i'm like 90 percent mental when it comes to having an orgasm like i've had an orgasm before just by thinking about like just with my brain i think i told you about this isn't that like what sting does i don't know it's it's only like transcendental orgasm maybe i don't know it's only happened to me three or four times which is not that's a lot but not that much in the scheme of like how many days there are in a year how many years i've been like a still sexual person Really? It's, it's a gift. I don't know. Only It's only happened four times ever where I've not been touching myself like hands far away, like legs far away, and I've been able to just think about it and do it with my head. I'm going to try it one day. You really should. Meditation helps and like yoga helps and stuff. Anyway. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. Other reasons, orgasms help you sleep. No explanation needed there. You just get, you just knock yourself out. Yeah. Um, you're, and like you said, Laura, you're hornier on your period. Here, here's oh, a little insight into why. Thank God. I want to know yes. why. Researchers at the University of Chicago call this the sexual phase, a six day period, no pun intended, that starts three days before the luteinizing hormone, which triggers ovulation, surges during your period, 
During these six days, women were not just more sexually active on their periods, but they had more sexual fantasies too. Okay. All right. So there is a biological so yeah, reason. There's a biological reason. I don't understand like the reason for it, but, I, but, but it makes sense. There's also a study out of the University of Virginia that found that women had greater satisfaction from orgasm orgasming during their menstrual cycles they like get into like the science of it but it's just a fact i want to guess why because when you orgasm it's like blood rushing to you right and (laughs) you've already got a lot of blood in the area i think and like what's more sexy than a lot of blood (laughs) no but you know what i mean like blood rushes to your vagine when you're orgasming that's true so there's already a lot of blood happening in that area and just a lot of action in that area i have i'm gonna guess another reason so one time i went to go get laser hair removal on my legs and you had an orgasm no no (laughs) i went to get laser hair removal on my legs and it hurt like a mofo and the technician was like are you on your period this she said this is hurting abnormal like not as much as it, it it's hurting you more than it should and I've done like laser hair under my arms and other places. <laughs> and uh, and she said, are you on your period? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you idiot. Why huh. did you make an appointment on your period? Your body is so much more sensitive to pain when you're on your period. That is true. When I get threaded, if I'm on my period, it really hurts. It hurts. You shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't thread. You shouldn't wax. You shouldn't laser on your period because you're more sensitive. And so I think it probably goes both ways. If you're more sensitive to pain, you're probably also more sensitive to pleasure. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, just do nice things that make you feel good on your on your period. Don't do anything painful because it, it hurts like a mofo. Yeah. So just spend all your time masturbating and eating ice cream. Yeah, and just be a, just be a hairy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so try that at home, guys. Laura, what have you been reading about? I've been reading Glamour. It's an article by Susanna Weiss. How to know if your sex toys are too old. Ah, I don't know. How do, how do you know? Oh, I also want to do a shout out to Glamour because they just wrote some really nice stuff about our podcast, which was super cool. Yeah, that was very cool. It was a nice surprise. They um, they got they, tipped off about our podcast by Dr. Karen, who's a former guest, and then they wrote a nice little write-up about us, right? They did. They said that we have guests from, with all different perspectives of different ages and sexual orientations, which is true. Yeah. And they said that it was a it was a funny podcast that also teaches you things, which we try to do. Yeah. So this article in Glamour is about knowing when your sex toys are too old. And, you know, you come to rely on your sex toys like they're like trusty little friends. And this has happened to me, too, where where I'm like, I like don't realize how old my sex toy is. And then I think about it like the other day I was like, I had one when we were moving. And I was like, oh, this is nice. It's still in like pretty good shape. I'm like, when did I get this? And I'm like, oh my God, I got this before I even met Nick. Oh my <laughs> God, I got this when I first moved to New York. Holy shit, this is almost like 10 years old. This thing's got to go. It's got to go. I actually have a funny story about this. Um, we were at Ian's parents' house one time and uh, he was like, oh, my back really hurts. And his mom was like, oh, we'll use your grandmother's vibrator. And no. we rolled the waves are what? She said, the vibrator. We're like, are you using that word correctly? And then she brings down this like thing from the 40s. No. And it's like buzzing. No. Um, and it's like she massaged Ian's back with it. I think she was just calling a back massager a vibrator. But then we were like, are you sure? Like, was this like a sex toy? And she was like, I don't know what she did with it. Well, so, oh my God. I would not let that near me. That's using a grandmother's. Why does she still have it? I mean, it's a collector's item. <laughs> she didn't read this article that went to throw out your sex toys. Oh, my God. So anyway. It, did it help his back? It actually, he gave me a massage on my back. You used his grandmother's <laughs> vibrator, too? Yeah, she passed it down. Wow. That's special. That's a reason to hold on to your old sex toys. Yeah, I guess. To pass on to your grandchildren. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. All right, I'm sorry. R- read on. Here's a few reasons when you when you should be getting rid of your sex toys. This is, they asked Dr. Jess O'Reilly, who is Astroglide's resident sexologist. I love that Astroglide, the lube, has a sexologist, number one. Okay, so if you notice any openings, which should be obvious, but sometimes you might think, oh, that part's like, doesn't really even like touch me, but bacteria can stick around in any cuts on the toy, which can get into your body. So if there's any openings at all, just like throw that shit out, okay? Yeah, that's actually good information. Yeah, if your toy starts to 
shape shift. If you see your toy literally changing shapes, chances are it's fallen victim to heat and should no longer be in your bed. Ooh. Have you ever had any vibrators that have changed shape? No. I mean, I guess if you don't use it that much, like, you might be like, oh, maybe this was just like one of those dildos that like was a little like curved and nope, it's mel- <laughs> it's melting and you definitely don't want to insert that into your body if it's, if, if like the, the plastic or silicone's melted. Uh, you should also get rid of it if the motor suddenly has a mind of its own. If your vibrator's lively buzz has suddenly become a quiet purr, that's a good sign that it needs to go. She says it might not be dangerous, but it's not going to be like that effective. And so what's the point? Right. That makes sense. Yeah, you got to keep that intensity. Uh, if the color is dulling, all this stuff seems seems like it should be obvious, but I can like easily see how you're like, oh, I maybe like left it out on my shelf in the sun and the color's fading, but like it's still fine. Right. But or, like, I, I drop stuff all the time. If I dropped it and there was like a little scratch, I'd be like, meh. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but it's not fine. No, it's not. She's saying it's got to go. When the toy's hue starts to fade, it usually means the material is fading too, and the consequences are worse than just looking less pretty in your drawer. Eroding material can accumulate fissures, even if you can't see them, which provide yet another entry point for bacteria. So a lot of this is just like, is like, you know, bacteria. bacteria. And like, that's a big deal, guys. Don't, that'd be so embarrassing if you get some like bacterial infection. It's like, oh, I had like a dirty vibrator. Like, not Gross. just embarrassing, but like inconvenient, Incom- uncomfortable. And why do it? Just spend like, you know, you can use our Adam and Eve uh, yeah, get, code. Get a new vibrator. Get a new vibrator, like 50% off for real. Um, so she writes, remember, sex toys aren't something you should skimp on. Amazing deals on vibrators may be hard to resist, but you get what you pay for. And she says like premium toys are worth it. And if you take care of it, they'll last a long time. Yeah, she says opt for silicone because it's not porous. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely opt for for silicone. Yeah, she says steer clear of jellies, those soft, transparent toys that smell like curtain showers. <laughs> you might you might like that smell, but it's not it's not good to you. No, something about that smell reminds me of like a dollar store. So, and she says that it's they a lot of them contain uh, materials that are linked to cancers. Oh my God. Yeah, no good. All right, definitely look at what you're putting in your body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, it is time for us to jump into our mailbox, but first, let's take a moment to thank some of our sponsors. All right, Angela, what do we have in our mailbox? Uh, Well, first off, we have an update. We love getting updates from our, our longtime listeners. Love it. This one is from Jen who has written us a couple questions before. Jen says, hey, gals, wanted to share a little follow-up and some positivity. Since you shared my question on your show regarding online dating and having kids, she has two kids, um, I found another amazing fellow single parent on Bumble. I know. We've been dating two months and things couldn't be going any better. I attached a beautiful... Uh, Mother's Day card he made me. He makes me feel so fucking happy. I know there's others in my same boat and hope they stay positive that there is someone that will accept and love them and their kids like they deserve. Have a great week. I love this so much. And also her kids are so freaking cute. Yes, he made... So the card that her boyfriend made is a card with her two kids on the cover. Yeah, it's and there's these like cute. cute flags in the back and I actually bought similar flags just to hang in my apartment. Her kids are just so cute and I'm and so happy. Hands. I'm so happy for her and I'm glad that she stuck through it and found an awesome guy on Bumble and that's just so cool. So thanks yeah. for the update. Congrats, Jen. All right, what do we have uh, in the mailbox though? Now we have some message submissions which are always a hit. Uh, Katie, who is 26 from Massachusetts, says, I was listening to some of your previous podcasts about weird messages and profiles on dating apps and figured I would check back to my screenshots because we all know we screenshot the weird shit and send it to our friends. True. Yes, very true. True, girl. For some of the really weird, interesting, interesting messages. So hope you ladies enjoy. Let's see what she got here. She got this first message. Somebody said to her, I'm going to be straightforward and honest. I'm not going to lie about my intentions to get you to sleep with me. I'm looking for someone who wants to make out, cuddle, watch movies, and try anal. Oh, okay. Just like normal. Just throw that in there. I love he's like, (laughs) make out, cuddle, watch movies. I'm like, normal, 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 try anal. Like, which 
yeah, that can be considered normal too. Just like you, you need to like get to know someone first. But you know, if he's a comedy writer, he's really good at escalating. True. <laughs> Watch movies, try and all. Um, I don't think she answered him. So next person messaged her. Wow, you are absolutely incredibly gorgeous. This is, was, a, this is a long one. I don't think there are any periods in this whole message. By <laughs> um, he said, wow, you are absolutely incredibly gorgeous. I would love to talk and get to know you more. Hang out sometime and maybe make you mine. Get you and to delete these accounts together. And look, I am going to be very honest and open with you. I am very sexual person. I'm a big flirt and a freak, but by no means is that all I'm looking for. I take relationships very seriously. Been single for 10 months because my ex cheated on me. Okay, so he's just like laying it all yeah. out on the table. It's he's just like, I'm just stream of consciousness, stream everything, no periods, like no punctuation. Yeah. Um, so his ex cheated on him. He says, I'm looking for the real deal. I want to settle down. No games. My mom raised me. No dad. And wow. She taught me. Yeah. What no- are you, what are you going to talk about on the first date? You're like, you're really giving a, putting all your baggage on the table. No secrets. Uh, so yeah, his mom raised him. No dad. She taught me never to abuse women in any way and never talked more than one at a time. So I mean, like I said, yes, I'm a sexual person. We are both adults. I'm sure we both are. And whether, (laughs) okay. And whether it happens the first day we chill or the first month we chill, it will happen when we are both ready. Yes. I hope it happens right away. Oh, okay. Okay. I've been without for 10 months. I think it's driving them a little crazy. A little. Um, But by no means, and I just gonna bounce off it does or it doesn't. If it does happen, I'm just gonna make me wanna. This is, I'm, it sounds like I'm misreading this, but this is just like gibberish. Um, Just gonna make me wanna happen if it just gonna. If it doesn't happen, it's just going to make me wanna invest more into that's the type of person I am. I just wanna let you know. Woo. Woo. Oh, that's a doozy. My God. Um, this person's probably like, I'm so honest with people. Like, why doesn't anybody answer me? <laughs> I just want you to know that that does, does not come off good. No, that comes across like a cray cray. So, I mean, like, and like all, all of like his intentions seem good. He's like, I want to treat a woman right. But like, you just right. don't even want to like really bring up the fact that you're not going to abuse a woman. Yeah, just then, don't do it. Just don't do it. But like, then it just makes her think about abuse. You're like, all right, the fact that you have to point out that you're not going to abuse me makes me think something weird is up also i don't like need to know that like how long you haven't had sex and like how long you've been abstinent because he's like hey so like i haven't had sex in 10 months so yeah i really want it but like like, i'll do it super desperate i'm super desperate but like i'll do it on the first date or like i'll do it in a month like whenever you want like we are like consenting adults but like i also really want to have sex but like whenever you want it's cool it's like oh my god chill the fuck out like just chill just chill chill i'm sure you're a good guy just chill the fuck out yeah he like seems like he, he seems like he's got a great mom like i'm sorry he grew up without a dad just like this should not all be in the first message that you send to someone like what is what makes you think that's a good idea i what is going through your head um i don't know i really don't know this is just online dating drives people crazy he like literally is going crazy and just put like stream of conscious everything going on in his head he, that he should be telling to a therapist he put in a message to a girl yes he did all right what else we got from her um so then she just sent two screenshots of people's profile pictures oh yeah we'll describe them to you yeah you describe the first one okay one is a he's a has no shirt on he's he has very beautiful body very jacked you can see the v of his like crotchal area it's like it's like crop just above the peen right above the peen and then over his chest but wait also you left out you can't see his face it only the chin he cut off his face which is always a good sign um over his chest he wrote text that says i don't want a shallow woman who wants me for my money i want a shallow woman who wants me for my abs that's kind of funny but it sounds like a fake one but his p his name's pj he's 32 but that's that's funny but like also not real like no maybe he is i mean he probably is like the fact that he cut off his face means he is probably either married or like has a job and would be embarrassed if people found out that he was posting this uh posting that but yeah yeah, i I would guess he's just dtf okay so another person is james uh 
He's from Southern New Hampshire University. <laughs> wow. Way to out James. I'm outing James because this picture is insane. He deserves to be outed. He, it's him totally naked, covered in, covered, like surrounded. Okay. All right. Let me back it up. You know the movie American Beauty? Yes. All right. And there's like that naked picture or the naked scene with... What was that actress? Mira Sorvino? No. 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 Not Mira Sorvino. Oh, no. Mina Suvari? Mina Suvari, yes. I always get them confused. Yeah. Mina Suvari. And she's covered in rose petals that are like covering her nips and stuff. So it's like that. He's like a naked... It's kind of your type, Angela. Like a... No, I like him. A bearded... He's like a chubby bearded guy but he's surrounded by trash bags i actually don't have a problem with this one what i think is wrong with you i think he's being funny well obviously but it's freaky <laughs> it's really weird i don't it's know it's too weird it's naked like i don't want to see not your- too weird for me i'm okay with it i can what? live with it okay and then he said looking for a cute girl to spend my millions of dollars on purses shoes diamonds and crowns to yeah be he's- clear the purses shoes diamonds and crowns are emojis yeah he's 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 a funny dude, but it's just like a creepy picture. <laughs> well, the the other three, I obviously thumbs down. But James, I'll give you a try. You're gonna swipe right. I just might. All right. What do we have? What else? Do we have a question? Yes. Now we finally we have one question. Um, it is from an anonymous listener who goes by the name Sassy Cat, the PhD student. I dig that. Love when people get creative with their aliases. So Sassy Cat writes that, what'd she say? She said, I matched with a guy through an app and instead of awkward exchanges for a few weeks, after a few messages, I told him that we should meet up and to converse in person. Cool. Yeah. He gave me his number and that's where this fiasco began. Okay. I will play the, the guy. Okay. I will play Sassy Cat. So she... She basically wrote out their conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this was over text? Um, yes. Okay, cool. This is in text. Okay. So she said, hey, it's Sassy Cat. Let me know when you're free. I could really use some head. What? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Ha ha ha. That was a joke for my brother. Okay, let's see how you get out of this one. Ha ha dot dot dot. Ha ha. There's clearly no escape. Just two idiot brothers doing locker room talk. I literally will not even try to explain that. How's PhD coming along? If you will ever speak to me again, wide-eyed emoji, teeth-clenching emoji. As long as you don't use those emojis again, I'm going to the movies. We'll maybe talk to you later. Ha ha. Ha ha. Deal on both accounts. Have fun. The next day. How was the movie? And have you decided if you're going to be merciful? (laughs) Right. So she wrote, she doesn't know how to respond. Right. Because to be perfectly honest, she says, I can see myself also texting the wrong thing to the wrong person in a ridiculous, awful way. Also, I'm kind of desperate for a fling anyway. I might respond. I might not. She says, I have a feeling that he always uses this as a first text. And if it freaks a girl out, then he can backtrack like what happened here. Or if she's down, then great for him. Which is really smart on her part, and yeah. I think she's right. No, I don't think she's right. I think that this ha- that's such a gamble. If that's his, like, I'm gonna like feel it out and send this text because he's still trying with her even after it didn't work. So, like, I guess you you don't think this was purpose. You think he really sent that to his brother? Why was he saying that to his brother? Why was he? Well, no, I think his brother grabbed his phone and like was being a jerk. No, he said that was a joke for my brother. So he was texting his brother, I could really use some head. Okay, That's what happened. He said that was a joke for my brother. Oh, okay. Well, either way. I mean, yeah, like. But isn't that kind of. That'd I mean, be like, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross that he said that. He said it to sure. He said it to his brother, like, uh, he's like, he's, meanwhile, he's like swiping on Tinder, trying to talk to girls, and he's like, Telling his like friends like, oh, I really just could use some head right now. So he's just like that type of person that like talks like that. She mm-hmm. just has to decide whether it was yeah, meant like that, whether it was meant for her or not. The point is, is that he's the type of person that in conversations with his brother and his friends says things like I could really use some head and I could just 
I, to be honest, I cannot picture. I know in a million years, Nick would never say that to his friends. I know that because I have looked through his phone. And, <laughs> no, you're okay. So and I Ian my, would never say that. I misunderstood this. I thought his like brother was being a jerk and grabbed his phone and like texted that, and then he was like, "What the fuck?" Um, no. No, the fact that he was actually genuinely saying to his brother, I could really use some head, means that his, first of all, his apology, I feel like was not Sincere. adequate enough. Right. Um, oh, yuck. And like, yeah, she's just saying, I, I, I think it doesn't matter if this is like his first text or not. The fact of the matter is, is like, that's how he like talks about women. That's yeah. what I find not cool. I agree. Because she says, to be perfectly honest, I can see myself also texting the wrong thing to the wrong person in a ridiculous, awful way. And she's desperate for a fling. But like, would you, I don't know. It's just like, it's just not cool that he talks about chicks like that. And, yeah, I don't and like you that. also just. You can have a fling with somebody who is also like respectful. Of women. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And yeah, let's just like. Even if it was accidental, that's kind of besides the point. This is just something that comes out of his fingers. <laughs> so, at the very least, he sounds very immature. Yeah. So, just I think find a new dude, yeah. girl. Who needs him? You can do better, and you're a sassy cat with, <laughs> with a, a PhD for God's sake. Or getting her PhD. She's a student. But yeah. Yeah. You're getting She's your PhDing. Your PhDing, like. Come on, sassy cat. Find a cool, sassy fella. Um, I hope that was helpful. If you guys want your listener questions answered or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is breaking up isn't hard to do. Right. It's not. Um, breaking up doesn't have to be so hard. And I think what, what inspired me to want to suggest this as a reason of the week was I have a friend of mine who recently broke up with a boyfriend and it was a really beautiful breakup. And I commented to her, I was like, Hey, the last two guys that you've broken up with have not ended in like big blowout, like fights and like, fuck you. Or like something's gone bad or like she's waited till the relationship got so toxic, which I've done myself or seen a lot of friends do recently where things have just gotten like so bad and like passive aggressive and like yelling and mean texts and like both times she's broken up with someone recently has been like hey I just don't think you're the right person for me but you're really cool and then they break up and no fights and, <laughs> and they have we, a nice and the, talk and then the other person is cool with it even though they don't feel this like because I'm assuming it's easy to break up when it's mutual and both people are not into it, but it's harder when one person's not into it and the other person's like, wait, but I love you. I think it was just so clear with both times. Like they were really friendly and friends, but there wasn't like, I don't know, maybe in one case there wasn't as much passion, but they were both like good people. And in the other one, there was like a lot of passion, but just something, I don't know, it just wasn't working out at the time. And I don't, I, yeah, that's a good question. If one person's like so in love with someone and then they get broken up with. But I think either way, um, I think it, it, the way the guy wasn't breaking up with her, she was breaking up with, right. with, the, with the people in both situations. And I just think the way that she approached it didn't make them, didn't put them on the defense of like yeah. trying to beg them back. She was like, I really like you. You're an amazing person. I, I don't know. I wasn't there for the whole breakup, but the gist was, I just, I don't feel like this deep, deep chemistry. And it was like the guy couldn't argue back. Right. And it would be really freaky if she was being this like sweet, empathetic person breaking up with people. And then the guy was like, fuck you, but I love you. Like, no. And then turned it toxic. I don't know. Both breakups were just like what I would call like beautiful, mature breakups. And I wish more people broke up like this. And it made me realize breaking up does not have to be as hard as we make it. Well, I think there are certain rules you have to follow to have like a good respectful breakup. You have to be like firm in your decision. I think, you know, be nice, but be firm so that they can't like try and like, I was like, no, we can work it out. Like, I love you. But yeah, like be firm. Uh, I, I would say do it in person if you can. Do it the right way. Agreed. No phone, no text. I mean, you know, if it's long distance, you don't have a choice. You have to do it over the phone. Of but, course. But if you can, like, no, come on. Just try to be there in person if you're in the same city. Yeah. Um, 
I would say try and not stalk them after you break up with them. What's your rule on social media? Do you continue to follow the people on social media or no? I think that like it's too much. If you unfriend them or unfollow them and they see it, it becomes like more drama. But just for yourself, I think that it really helps to like block the person. If you can't resist not look like like you shouldn't look at their profile. You're going to have the urge. Don't do it. So if it helps you, you should block them because yeah. the more you look at them and then like that first time they post a picture with a girl, you're going to be like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Especially if you're trying to do the like mature, nice breakup. Hey, this just isn't right. Then you should, I guess you could still follow them if, if it's not going to make it weird. Yeah. Yeah. But then not block you mean you mean don't block them as in like like they won't know that you block them but just like don't allow yourself to look at like on facebook how you can say right. like don't show up in my feed yeah exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah don't like block them on instagram where it's like they can't even like see your profile right, right. um yeah try to like avoid the stalking it'll make it a little bit easier and i would say even especially when you if you are able to have these kind of like nice mature breakups and you do plan to be friends with people, still give yourself some time, right? Yes, I agree. You can't go right from being in a relationship to being friends. Yeah, when I've broken up with guys, even if it hasn't ended so peacefully, we've gone a long time. And then either I've like seen some of their accomplishments and reached out and been like, hey, like congrats on so-and-so. And now I'm like pretty friendly with like, I would say like most of my exes. And yeah. time does amazing things time really does heal amazing what time can do because like people who i thought i would like never forgive i don't feel that like rage anymore years later i'm just like yeah whatever i wish you well yeah so if you can do a mature breakup breaking up does not have to be so hard we're gonna play our little song again doesn't have to be left in misery if you break up in a nice way what other kind of keys would you say are uh are good little tips um well i saw in the huffington post there was uh, a healthy breakup do's and don'ts do you want some of those yeah who Catherine pearson wrote this Catherine pearson said um do let your pain out that could entail not scheduling yourself for 24 7 like doing a bunch of things you should uh get a journal and go to therapy yeah i would say Mm -hmm. for me as a writer writing about things is is like very very helpful same i think i've written a letter after every breakup to the person i broke up with and sometimes i send it sometimes i don't but i would say mostly don't send it (laughs) right but it's mostly the writing that feels therapeutic yeah anytime i've like written a big long thing where i'm like this is a good idea to like get this out and like i'll feel better and like they'll feel better and i gotta get these things out i've like never been glad that i did that decision years later yeah i never got the response that i wanted no and they're usually like weird nitpicky things that you're bringing up anyway that in the long run don't matter. And like, yeah. it's just a righteous thing to like have to like say your piece, but sometimes it's just not necessary. You're also never going to really change somebody else's mind. The, at best, you could get them to feel bad for you, but they're not going to be like, oh, I wrote, read this letter. I'm in love with you again. Yeah. Not or happen. Well, that's not true. My friend, my friend, uh, a guy broke up with her and she wrote this like long letter and now they're back together and they've been okay, together well, for months so that's totally not true angela but it's all right whatever it depends on the situation you can't basically what i'm saying is you can't like beg someone to be in love with no, you the type of not. the type of letter i'm talking about is like those letters where you're like this is everything you did wrong in the relationship and like blah 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 but like my friend wrote this like beautiful letter to uh, a guy that had thought things weren't right and she said like everything that she liked about him and like why she thought that they were good and how she wishes he would give her a second chance and like things are great with them now they like just went on a trip to thailand they've been they've like never been stronger cool well in high school my prom date dumped me right before prom and i wrote him a three-page typed letter about um his betrayal and we didn't go to prom together. Well, so. duh, you wrote him about the betrayal. I'm saying, <laughs> well, no. And it was like, I thought you were a really good person. She, she Obviously, these letters are always a mix of like admiration and pain. She, I, I helped edit this letter and it was all admiration. Like she really kept out any negativity at all and 
did not blame him for anything. He didn't done really anything wrong. He kind of did the like nice breakup, like I really like you, it's just not right. And so there wasn't like any hatred there. So it was all like it was a lot of positivity. I don't know, it worked out well. Uh, I'm good at editing these letters. I gotta say. Um, okay, so some of her other tips are, you know, eat some yummy foods, connect with friends, don't well, drink it away. Yeah, and drinking will just lead to drunk dialing, yep. which is never good. All right. On that note, are you ready for our reason of the week breakdown? Breakups can be dramatic, so dramatic that they become the plot points of some major motion pictures. We are going to quiz Laura's breakup knowledge by having her guess the classic movie breakup in a game we call Guess That Dumping. All right. I'm excited to play. Okay. First quote. I, I love that you uh, you uh, you called yourself a we. Did I? Oh yeah, like the big we. The me, big me and the people at this is why you're single. Exactly. Inc. That create our games. All right. What's the first quote? Okay. If I want to be a senator, I need to marry a Jackie, not a Marilyn. Um. Okay. This one I weirdly know because it's one of my favorite movies ever. It's I think what I would say is Reese Witherspoon's. I don't know possibly best movie ever definitely better than the movie she won the oscar for what was that movie called walk the line walk the line yeah uh but this was her greatest role ever well other than election legally blonde (gasps) yes i agree it's classic it is um so next quote next quote all right i made up a new dance it's called the move on with your life okay i need a hint for this one um do you want to know the actor that says the line? Yeah. Will Ferrell. It's called Move On With Your Life. Oh, people at home are probably like squirming in their pants. They're like, I know this one, you idiot. Um, it's called Move On With Your Life. Um, I mean, he makes a brief appearance in this, but like uh, Wedding Crashers? No, it's Superstar. Oh. It's Molly Shannon. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. Okay. Um, next quote. You are probably going to be a very successful computer person, but you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you. Social network. Uh, I love that scene. Very good. That is a good scene. That is a good dumping. Just a great opening of a movie. I love that. And I love Rooney Mara and I love Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. We were in an elevator once with Jesse Eisenberg. (gasps) I almost forgot about that. That was a great moment in my life. Yeah. That was cool. We tried to like, we were like, oh, we're going to like, we'll, we'll be in the elevator on the way down, maybe two. And then we'll be like, oh, hey, how was your pitch? Cool. How was your pitch? But that didn't happen. No. But he seemed very nice. He did seem nice. Uh, next quote. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Gatsby? No. Gone with the wind. Oh, oh my God. That's like a famous quote. Wow, that yeah. was bad. Sorry, I right, missed that. Right. You know, I've actually never seen that full movie, though. I should, it's really long. I should still know that quote. And I've seen stills of the movie. And I've seen a couple clips. But I've never sat down and watched that whole movie. I have zero interest. Okay. Well, I think you're going to get the next one, at least. Um, I'd rather be his whore than your wife. This is a modern classic. A modern classic? I'd rather be a whore... I'd rather be your whore than his wife. His whore than your his wife. Whore than you. Can you give me a hint? They're on a boat. Oh, Titanic. Yes. Yes. Kate, Rose. Kate, Kate Winslet when she's dumping her. Was he really that big of a jerk? I guess he was. I don't remember. Yeah, he was a jerk. Doesn't he hit her? Oh. And he like steals that baby to get on the lifeboat. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. They he had to did. add those two bits he, he wasn't yeah. like a jerk at the beginning but they had to be like all right we'll make him hit her so that he's like really we have no sympathy for him right and then he has to yeah steal a baby because otherwise the whole movie could have been about her being like really mean and cheating on him yeah very different movie that would have been all right next quote hey psycho we're not going to discuss this okay it's over please get out of my van halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up oh oh my god and i like this is like Oh, I know it, but I don't know it. I need a hint. It's like a, it's like a, what's the one that's not Jesse Eisenberg, but he like looks like him. That's from Rust Development. Michael Sarah is my, is this a Michael Sarah movie? It's not a Michael Sarah movie. Oh, what's, what's the hint? 
Um, it is an, a comedian that says this line. It's a great, really funny movie from the 90s. I don't know. It's from The Wedding Singer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, do you say, does Adam Sandler said that? Yeah. That's like the only Adam Sandler. Well, that's not true. I liked Adam Sandler's earlier movies. Then they yes. got, then they got like shit. Yeah. He really went off the deep end. But yeah, this and Big Daddy, great movies. Great movies. Sometimes even. Big Daddy, one of the best. Waterboy, if I'm in the mood. Yeah. Leslie Mann was in Big Daddy, right? She was. So was John, she was John Stewart. People forget. He that was so cute. That was like my peak John Stewart crush days. People like forget that John Stewart was an actor before he was the John Stewart from The Daily Show. He was in Big Daddy. He's like my forever crush. And then there's the other girl. I don't know her name, but she like talks kind of like Leslie like Mann. Jolie Fish. Something no, like that. I don't know I don't what know. her name is. Uh, we could do a whole episode about <laughs> Big Daddy. How many, uh, okay, so I'm probably what, half and half now? I think you're half and half. This is the final one though. Okay. This is the deal breaker. Um, I'm fucking clawing out of my skin. I should have left you at the flea market. Damn, this sounds like an epic breakup one that I should know. This could I, happen I right hint. outside your window here in Brooklyn. It really could. Um, well, There's a lot of flea markets in Brooklyn. Speaking of Brooklyn, here's your hint. Uh, hipsters love this movie. That's not a big enough hint for me. <laughs> hipsters love all movies. There's like there's movie trivia nights on every corner. But this one in particular, it it's got a really classic manic pixie dream girl. 500 Days of Summer? No. Really? Zoe Deschanel is of the spotless uh, mind. Manic Pixie Dream Girl isn't Kate uh, Clementine. Clementine isn't Kate. That's Kate Winslet. Is Clementine? Yeah. I don't think of Kate Winslet as a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh my god, she's like the most Manic Pixie in that in movie. that movie. Yeah, she's got like the different hair color all the time. Yeah, I think of like when I think like, of like like ultimate Manic Pixie Dream Girl movie, it's like Zoe Deschanel in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, and then you also got your Natalie Portman in, in uh, Garden State. Oh, Lots of manic pixies out there. She's such a good manic pixie dream girl in that movie. That's such a good movie. Um, well, guys, that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason. Thanks for coming up with that fun game for me, Angela. <laughs> Thanks. You you did a good job. Eh, I did so-so. I would have failed if this was if this was school. But I tried. I tried my you best. Tried, and that's important. Yeah. Check out our book, guys. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. We have an audiobook version on Audible. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow me on Twitter. I've been told I need more followers. Please follow me. I'll try to I'll try to put some cool pictures and stuff. On Twitter, I'm Laura Lane. On Instagram, I'm Laura Lane Rad. And I'm at Sparadactyl, like my last name, and Dactyl on Instagram and Twitter. You She's can follow, a dinosaur. I get it. You can also follow our show account for updates um, on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Did you say that already? It's okay. More well, the more the merrier. Twice. Bear, it bears repeating. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. That was a headgum podcast.